You are listening to Guys in Short Sports, Los Angeles, coming to you from Long Beach and bringing you everything you need to know about the Los Angeles sports scene. Let's do this. Victor Costello. I love hashtag Kershaw days. <laughs> that is very true, Mr. Darren Besa. Welcome to California, Todd Gurley. <laughs> They're not allowed to woo. Carl's Jr. is actually a big fan of Todd Gurley. Oh, yes, they yeah, yes, right. And I'm a big fan of Carl's Jr. Oh, and there he is, Ben Garcia. Hoopty hoop. And the Portuguese hammer himself, Mr. Eric Vieira. I done wrestled with an alligator. I done tussled with a whale. Handcuffed lightning, thrown thunder in jail. <laughs> Only last week I murdered a rock, injured a stone, hospitalized a brick. I'm so mean I make medicine sick. Oh. R.I.P. Muhammad Ali. Oh. The greatest. What a Moment. great quote. What oh, yeah. a great that is, quote. That is a great quote. I had to, had to pull that one up. Yes. So, yes. so yes. Had to mention it. Such a sad we, day. Yeah, I, mean, yes. I, I, was, I was honestly, I, I was sad, yeah. when he, he was one of my favorite athletes, you know. I mean, obviously... He, well, not that old, <laughs> you know. But even when I was just growing up, you just it was Muhammad Ali. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. He yeah, was the bar. Sure. The bar was set at Muhammad Ali yeah. for sure. Speaking of Muhammad Ali, did you see that butt whooping that the Cavs got at the hand of the oh. Warriors today? Yeah. Was it one hundred seven to seventy? It I was a lot attention. of points to a little point. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much. That's a, boiled yeah, down that's to. a technical what term. What is then. happening there, Ben? I thought that the Warriors were soft. <laughs> they and are soft. This was going to go the Cavs' way. <laughs> Apparently, it proves to you how bad the East actually oh, is. Oh, they're horrible. The Golden State Warriors had some difficulties in each round. I mean, they pretty much have won every round easier than I thought they were going to. But to come in and just completely dismantle the Cavs the way they have just shows that the East has got many years to go before they're going to compete against the West. Unless the Cavs can pull off a miracle, I think it's it's a done deal. All the and Cavs have to do is just win at home <laughs> and kick and their players just in the nuts. steal Game Five. That's all they need to do, <laughs> and and then that'll soften the blow of how much money you're going to lose. <laughs> it's not money; it's mostly pride. I do have a lot of bets uh, going. On. <laughs> how many bets? Yeah, 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 how many bets? Mister Garcia, cover your ears, please. I think I have six bets going oh, on. My gosh. All all taking oh, the field, right? Like, right now, I think I've got five bets that are going. I have a. A, pa- a, a, a package of, of beer that I, I need to buy. I think I've got Paps? a couple of lunches. You know, so it's not winner's choice beer or uh... well, so no, it's it's with a friend of mine. Uh, I brew my own beer. I think I mentioned it one uh. of the first episodes, but I'm trying to get a friend into it, and so we bet that if I win. I buy or he buys me whatever kit of brew uh, beer and then he'll make it and vice versa. So anyway. is, it, is the name of your beer D one? Because if it's not, Ooh. the label needs to be. Yes. Steve no, it has its name. It's on made it. by D one. That's what yeah. it's. Yeah. I like it. I like it. D one's the perfect bigger yeah. umbrella. D one brewmaster. That's right. <laughs> ben, we yeah. had some thoughts on LeBron. Oh. Actually, Vic has some it was, thoughts yeah, on LeBron. Yeah, why don't we start with Vic? <laughs> Good Lord, this has do nothing I have to do some... with LA. Wait, wait, can we put him on a 30 put him second on the 30 clock second because clock. it's not LA clock. related? That's fair. That's fair. All right. 30 it, seconds. It probably won't even be 30 seconds, but before I go on my little rant here, I do want to say that I do think LeBron James is still the best player in the NBA. That I don't have a doubt. I think he's the most gifted player. I think he's uh has the most um Hold uh, on, are we starting? Wait, are we not starting? Is this 30 seconds? Like this is, no, no, no. <laughs> No, no, we would no. make uh, Ben start now. Right. Yeah. Uh, no, I just Thank wanna, you for recognizing the fact I that you guys treat me differently. Yeah. 
Is this like the appetizer? Come on. Yeah, yeah. This All is, right. You, this like, is, you think LeBron's the best. 30 yeah. seconds and go. go. All right. Well, here's the thing, though, is he's playing in the East, okay? Any team in the West that made it into playoffs would be winning in the East. The Clippers would probably make the finals in the East, but nobody gives LeBron James that kind of crap. Would the Lakers okay? have made the playoffs in the East? Uh, probably so. not, but they would have been, they been <laughs> one or two games away from making the playoffs in the East, okay? LeBron we'll James you, now. We'll give you 10, 10 seconds. seconds of uh, injury. Sorry. Yeah. Injury, uh, <laughs> injury time. I like it. Injury time. Uh, LeBron James, if he loses this this finals, he is going to be 2-5 and five in the finals. Two wins, your, your five losses. Uh, Kobe Bryant is 5-2, and two, okay? So LeBron James playing in the East has won two championships. If Kobe Bryant was doing that, he would have won seven. That's your time. Hey, oh, good. Good nicely ending. Done. <laughs> Nicely done, Victor. Would you take LeBron on today's Lakers? Yeah, I oh would. yeah! <laughs> Come on, <laughs> we all this LeBron. Hate, but it's like he becomes a Laker. All right, I'm gonna go buy my, Mal- buy my Malone jersey. Yeah. Yeah. We will yeah. delete this episode. Said he'd, he'd oh, like yeah. LeBron. I, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't embrace him. Here's a great stat. Okay, people gave Kobe Bryant crap for when he scored uh, 60 points. How many shots did he take? 60, 40, I think. 40 shots, right? <laughs> 500. I think it was. I think it was 50. Oh, okay. I could be wrong on that stat, but I, I believe See, it was... See, I already two- gave him 10 less. Yeah. I love the man so much. <laughs> okay, can we give Cleveland some crap tonight then? Do you yes, know how many points gladly. they scored tonight? How many? 77. Do you know how many <laughs> shots they took? How many? 79. There you go. Wow. <laughs> Hashtag Team wow. Mamba. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Dropping the mic. So actually, Boom. you know... God, I'm going to tie this all together here. So LeBron... <laughs> go ahead and pat yourself on the back before you even make the point then. Good. <laughs> You know what? Forget it. I don't no, want to no, 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 no. I got something to add just so we have my title over there. Ben, tie it all together for us. So, so all this Kobe talk, right? So I saw a video today, again, on ESPN, where Kobe was asked, is there anybody in the league that you think has your killer instinct? And it really just chapped my hide when he gave the answer. <laughs> what did he, he say? You know, I, wasn't, I was thinking he, he might say a Durant or he might say LeBron. right. right. But the fact that the two guys that he actually called out were from the Golden State Warriors, who I've been saying are soft, really, really actually bothers me. He, he actually went on and, t- and said, he goes, the thing that I like the most about Steph Curry and um, Clay Thompson is the fact that they don't care what anybody thinks about them. And, you know, they're on the court and they've got that killer it's right instinct. right up your alley, Ben. Uh, really yeah. Kobe. That's it, a Kobe thing. Yeah. I, you know, and I yeah. love Kobe and I respect his opinion, which is why it bothers me. But I'm not, I'm not going to go back on what I said before and I still think that they're soft. Yeah, I, you know what? Maybe, yeah, maybe in a couple still. years. Kobe said otherwise. All right. That was way more than we needed to spend on two teams that us Angelinos yeah. could care less about. Moving on. It was a busy week for the guys in shorts. On Thursday night, we were fortunate enough to get a few tickets to the premiere of... Manchild, the Shea Cotton story. If you heard last week's episode, we had Shea on as a guest, and that was fantastic. Really mm-hmm. nice guy. Vic fun. set that up because Vic went to school with his brother, actually, James that Cotton. I did. Good guy. Yeah. Good yeah, guy. Good guy, actually. And I got to meet him at the premiere. Nice. Did some interviews with him and Shea, and also with the director, Eric Pitah Herbert. So it was cool. Got to see the movie. James Whitlock and I went out there. Thanks to Jerrica Williams for hooking that up. Nice. But the movie was great. I mean, Shay's story really, it's it's incredible because he came from really a good family background. They did everything right. And he still somehow managed to not make the NBA with all that talent and skill that he had. 
And it it was an int- it, it was a good story because I mean he kind of almost turns it into a positive. Yeah, although seemed, I think doesn't seem to be bothered by. It. I mean, yeah, he's making yeah. the most out of it. I'm sure exactly. he'd much rather have played in the NBA, <laughs> but still, I mean, it's it's a hey, very the, cool story. The, the kids that he's teaching are very happy that he did not make it to the NBA. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's given so much back to the community and stuff. So, a truly good guy. Uh, James told me to tell you what's up. Oh, Vic. sweet. Yeah, so, he doesn't he doesn't remember who I am, but that's very nice of him. But it, it was. <laughs> He said, Victor Castillo? <laughs> I said, yep, I know that's him. him. I know that guy lunch yeah. money. <laughs> so up on the Guys in Shorts feed is a man-child premiere uh, short. So you can click nice. on that and hear and some of the in interviews. Short, short. Short, and, short. Yeah, and check that out. It's definitely worth a listen. And then definitely check out our Instagram page, at Guys in Shorts Sports. Oh, some great pictures. To see there. Shea Cotton's suit. Which was oh, amazing. The Absolutely suit was off the charts good. Pimp. Come on, guys. <laughs> yeah. I, I felt underdressed in my shorts. But I'll tell you what. We actually got massive uh, credit from the director who says, I wish I'd known we could wear shorts to this thing. <laughs> That's what we do. Then on Friday night was the Copa America because... That yes. is, I guess, a thing that ole, Hammer is going to tell ole, us about ole, us. Ole, ole, <laughs> ole. See, see? I I Jeff's all in. Yeah, there he I, goes. I, I am all in. And, and by the way, Shannon's on Pine yes, thank is you. the real deal. Thank a, you to them for letting us nice broadcast. Great there. crowd yeah. over there, guys. Oh, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Did you guys do a shoot the root? No, we didn't. Is that a and thing? That's How do you go to Shannon's and not go to get a shoot a root? Shoot the root. Because you weren't there to tell us that that's a thing. See? Uh, well, see? see what you miss when you don't come out with us, Ben? Slacker. Uh, see what we miss when you don't come like out with us? Yeah. <laughs> Hammer, tell us about the Copa America. Oh, I love that you know what it's called. That's great. So <laughs> this week kicks off the Copa America Centenario. Did you know about this, Ben? It sounds like the CONCACAF that he explained like three weeks ago. <laughs> This is even better than the Concacaf. <laughs> it's actually the hundredth year anniversary, hence the centenario part. All right, and so huh? it's uh, kind of a one-off tournament, a Got special it. once in a lifetime, never going to happen again. Hundredth year anniversary. Oh, really? What? <laughs> so, once in a lifetime. No, no, they're going to do it next year again, Aww. or next, not next year, but the next, you know, hundred and one. But <laughs> <laughs> all the big names in soccer stuff. are in the United States, so it is an exciting time to be a soccer nice. fan here. So wait, so the whole event is in the U.S. The mm-hmm. U.S. So it's like the World Cup. Yes. if you're the host country. That's why we got invited. <laughs> yeah, that, that <laughs> pretty much. Sense. Now you know it what? all makes sense. The host you know country. Has we have flush toilets, and, and we'll take it. Listen. If the, so we, someone knows how to host a party, it is America. It right. is America. USA! So a little bit of background. The U.S. did have to draw to play against some teams, so they were yeah. drawn into a group, and they were actually drawn into a tough group. They played Colombia, Costa Rica, and Paraguay. Some great players in the United States group, so they're going to have a tough time getting out of the group, but we hope that they can do it. We're going to be good. American citizens and That's cheer right. on our country. Them. Absolutely. That's right. them Except for Ben. <laughs> Where were you, Ben? First of all, <laughs> we, when I got invited to soccer events, I immediately declined the invitation. <laughs> I just even Second of all, I was busy doing other things. <laughs> so a little bit about the U.S. team. The U.S. team features a mix of veteran talent and younger players. They're veteran players like Clint Dempsey, Jermaine Jones, Michael Bradley. They're going to be your, your kind of heart of the team. But there's also some younger players that have been included in the lineup. You have Giassi Zardes. He's from the L.A. Galaxy. He's gotten called up to the the U.S. national team. You also have our good friend, 
Darlington Nagby. Oh, there he's he been is. Called up. Game there of Thrones. He <laughs> <laughs> he's been called up to the national team. He's a youngster that's going to make an impact, hopefully. And then we also have a 17-year-old phenom, Christian Pulisic. What? And he's uh, playing some soccer in Germany, so that's where he plays his club soccer. And he's kind of a, a sensation. Is, only- there any, is there any homegrown talent? Because <laughs> it seems like everyone you mentioned that's you know going to play for the Galaxy or that's playing for the U.S. team or that has, roots, has roots somewhere else. Is there anybody that's homegrown that we can say they were born here? They've been they've been the Kobe Bryant or yes. they've been you know the Shea Cotton well since you know high school. There's kind of a, a double edged sword here because if you're any good. At a young age, you go to Europe to start playing your soccer. So this 17-year-old kid start. who was born in the United States, I think he's from Philadelphia, from the East Coast. But you know, when you recognize that talent, you go to Europe to develop that talent. And so someone like Giassi Zardes, who plays with the Galaxy, he's a great young player. But if we, me personally, selfishly, as a United States fan, I would love to see him go to Europe because he could develop more in Europe than he can here for the LA Galaxy. That's a little side topic. We're getting off topic here. I love it. <laughs> I didn't realize you wanted to sabotage the galaxy. <laughs> for our country. For the love of our country. And then a little bit of in- uh, information about our coach, Jurgen Klingsman. So he's actually been under scrutiny lately, uh, given his performance in the 2015 Gold Cup. Uh, he didn't do well. Usually the Gold Cup, that's where we play our, our Central American rivals in Mexico. And we're usually expected, if we don't win that tournament, we should at least be in the final. And we went out in, uh, in the semifinal. So we we really kind of flopped there. We should have done better than were, we did. Were they in the underwhelming? They were underwhelming. They, did <laughs> they, not they, they really didn't play well in the, the entire and, tournament. So this tournament, even though it's not, uh, it's a one-off tournament. It's not like a sanctioned event. I think that it could still be something where maybe you know Jurgen Klinsmann might have to worry about his job because if if they are embarrassing in this tournament. Yeah, that's not the direction that we want to go with U.S. soccer. Is that something you wouldn't mind seeing happen? What's your it, feeling? It, it all on depends. Jürgen? If we went out and we fought well, we played teams tough, and maybe there was a tough loss, and and we went out fighting, then maybe you don't fire him. If we we played it with style and we played well, but if we just flat out get beat and embarrassed by these countries, then maybe it's time to make a change and get a new coach. So, but that's the Luke Walton thing, yes. right? It's that if you want the culture to change. If you want to give a coach a chance, you've got to give him time to implement his system to get the players that he wants. I mean, this Klinsman's only been there for what, two years? Well, that's the thing. He's He's been here since the, before the World Cup. And so he's had a World Cup cycle. We should be seeing his style, his players playing his style. And I don't think we know what his style is yet. They right. haven't played what, the way he's promised. Well, they should call Byron Scott. Look <laughs> 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 at the number one draft pick. Yeah. One of the criticisms that people have put up is that you don't, you have not seen a consistent yes. uh, formation. You haven't seen, you have not seen, especially this past year, you have not seen a consistent way that the U.S. plays. It it almost feels like he's trying to do. Uh, too many things with too many players, tinkering too much, tinkering bit. too much. Instead of it, it, it looks like there's no end game. It looks like he's just tinkering. But is it the like entire is time. it like when Miyagi's teaching uh, Danielson? <laughs> he's like <laughs> wax off, wow. wax off. He, he has no idea what he's doing, kid. right? Until and he throws at a, the end, a karate chop at him. He says, he says, wax on, and he goes like that, and he blocks him. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's possible. Maybe Maybe he's experimenting. And next year you're gonna go. We knew what he was doing all along. And you know, with the young talent he's bringing in, yeah, you may be right because it's not there yet. Maybe right. I am right. And I don't even watch soccer. All right, so if you want to hear more on our Shannon's field trip from Friday night's game, 
You can uh, check that out on our feed. We got uh, some interviews with some of the great members of the American Outlaws, yes. which is awesome group huge and a lot of fun out. to watch a game with. Yeah, huge shout out to the American Outlaws Long Beach chapter for hosting us and letting us crash their party. Great place to watch a game. Oh, so if you're going to yeah. check out the next two games, check out Shannon's on Pine yep. and watch it with the American Outlaws of Long Beach. There it is. Tuesday night and then Saturday, right? Uh, I believe so, yes. Yeah. Do it. Check your local listings. All right. We will be right back (laughs) after a word from our favorite chiropractor, Dr. Danny. Tired of being sidelined due to back pain, headaches, or sciatica? Instead of medicating the symptoms, fix the cause of the problem. Here at Garcia Chiropractic, we do a thorough evaluation of every patient. Our digital x-ray analysis gets to the root of the problem and gets you back in the game. Go online to dannygarciadc.com to schedule a new patient exam. Mention Guys in Shorts, and you'll receive a complimentary 30-minute massage. Again, that's dannygarciadc.com. dannygarciadc.com. Schedule your exam today. We are back. And, oh, there it is. There it is. Excuse me. The national anthem. All right, time to talk a little Dodgers. Vic, how are they doing, buddy? Past few games, actually, they've been doing really well. Nice. I mean, they're playing the Braves. I mean, you know what? A it with, so, uh, so it canceled yeah. out what they did with the Cubs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They got one from the Cubs. Right? Yeah, they got we'll one from that. the Cubs. That's yeah, true. they got one. At it. Yeah. They, they have, still have not hit a groove as a team. Inconsistent. Yeah, they're still very, very inconsistent. Wait a minute. Are they underwhelming? <laughs> uh, you know what? Ben? I'm rubbing off on all like these the teams. Galaxy? Yeah. yeah. It's exactly. El Nino's fault. <laughs> oh. Well, so I read an article the other day that Dave Roberts <clears throat> was asked why the Dodgers' run production at home is much less than it is on the road. It's actually three runs more per game on the road than it is at home. So his response was, well, the ball isn't carrying as much. It's due to the <laughs> moisture in the air. Oh, man. So he actually blamed El Nino for the Dodgers' <laughs> run production being down at home. I was like, that's a little bit of a what stretch. What a great excuse. Yeah. I hope he didn't, I I hope he didn't get it. groin strain stretching for Ooh. that one. <laughs> He's going to be on the DL. Yeah, I thought yeah. that was the most ridiculous thing ever. But I thought, you know what? You guys will enjoy that. That's Hold hilarious. Sosha had said that about the Angels. It'd be all over him. Yeah. We would never be hearing the end of it. Yeah. Hey, I'm a Dodgers fan and I'm all over Dave Roberts. So <laughs> yeah, I'm, that's I true. Everyone, right, that's I just want to make that sure that true. we're uh, giving enough crap where here. crap is due. Yeah. All right, Vic. The bullpen has actually been doing really well. Since May 21st, their earned run average is actually under 1.30. Batters are batting about 100 against them, give or take a few points there. And... Their Pool whip, status. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> their whip is around 0.60, which is amazing. They're actually, uh, they're all major league lows for those past 13 games that uh, that I'm talking about. So the bullpen has been doing really, really well. Thank you to the Angels for casting off both Joe Blanton and Lewis, uh, Lewis Coleman. Sorry. <laughs> Are they doing actually, good for you guys? Oh, are you kidding me? Blanton has a 2.51 <laughs> ERA. Wow. Yes. Wow. He didn't uh, start well, but yeah. That, he's it's El Nino. Yeah. Hey, the ball mm-hmm. doesn't carry at Dodger Stadium. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. It doesn't go to it Orange County. It's truth. We also talked about Julio Urias, and he had two starts uh, for the Dodgers. They did not go as, as planned. <laughs> they went like a teenager who yeah, pitched. Yeah, right. yeah. We what were all there? excited about this guy, yeah. Vic. Well, here's the thing. is He's, he's 19. What were you doing so when wait, you were 19? Doc Gooden was 19 when he won the Cy Young. Or was he 20? Either way, he was super young. 
No, Doc so, was super young. So yeah. you can you can win it. You know, it, so just because you're 19 doesn't mean that they, you can't succeed at the major league level. There's a young American that scored the first U.S. goal at seven, age 17. There you so, go. Yeah. you know, yeah. he should be. Hashtag Pulisic <laughs> But if watch. we go look at Clayton Kershaw's first year, it's nowhere near where he's at right now. No, you're right. Yes. Okay. And Clayton actually said that he Julio is better than he was when he was 19. Oh, wow. Yeah. So this kid, he, you know, and, and he's 19 and the Dodgers threw him out to the Wolves. Yeah. I mean, they Mets. made him play against the Mets and the Cubs. This isn't throwing him out against yeah. the Angels and the Braves. Hey, so, hey, 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 watch it, watch it, watch it. Uh, Although the Angels kick our ass, so we really yeah, can't uh, say I that. I know, I know, but I had to say it. The Mets and the Cubs have a combined team record of 70 wins and 40 losses. I mean, they're, they're two of the best teams in the National League, and the young kid went out there. He got, you know, he got shelled. What, Let's yeah, say it. He got for, shelled. Yeah, he got <laughs> shelled. He gave up a lot of home runs, but you can see it. You can see when he pitches what everybody's talking about. Yeah. He has it. It's like when Kobe airballed those three pointers yes, at the end of the playoffs. Exactly. No, yeah. I, I know exactly what you're saying. He had the balls he, to take it. He, yeah. There are some batters that they look completely baffled. They're like, "What in the world was like?" I'm just gonna walk away because I don't know what that was. Like, he has it. He's just young. He's he's got to learn how to pitch in the. You know, he's probably tipping stuff. You can't tip anything at this at this level. And I'm sure some of his pitches are being and that stuff you can work on. So I have no doubt in my mind whatsoever that this kid is gonna be is gonna be doing really well. And do, do you think at this day and age though that he was probably destined to fail with the social media out there? That's true. Hyping too. him up. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I could not turn on the TV that day. And not hear about Julio. No, yeah, and what he has I, done in the sure past. Sure, that that has something. But to, to do the with point, pressure on him. to the point yeah. of throwing him to the wolves. I kind of like that move though. Because, yeah, I don't, I don't mind because it. if you're gonna throw a teenager out there against the Mets, against the Cubs, he's seeing as hard as it gets. But you, exactly, so, yeah. But I, so, I, so I, you could damage his confidence possibly. But you're, he's going out in these big game situations so young that that's going to be commonplace. Those big game situations won't face him later in his, his career, hopefully. You bring up a point there where you can hurt his confidence. It reminds me <clears throat> of uh, a little closer that we used to have, and actually he wasn't little, he was big, Tom Needenfewer back mm. in the mid-80s. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, Tom Needenfewer was this young, strong arm, you know, he was the closer at the time, and against the St. Louis Cardinals in the playoffs, he gave up a couple of home runs that his career was never the same. You know, probably like your Donnie Moore, you know, uh, for the Angels. Mm -hmm. When when something happens to, to a young kid who's, who doesn't really know where their their spot is in, in, in the game or on that team, you can have a moment like that that actually will ruin a career. Mm. So I think that, you know, the Dodgers are taking a chance by putting him against them. Now, I don't disagree that it's nice to see what he can do against some of the better teams in the league, but at the same time, I think that it's also a you risk. Tread, you tread lightly. You right. could also say by putting him in against those tough teams, it's giving him the excuse that if he doesn't have a good showing, yeah. it's like, well, you're against the Cubs and the Mets. We didn't expect you to light it up and hit, yeah, pitch a no-hitter. And uh, I just wanted to add another little thing. I want to add Kershaw watch to this. Kershaw has now, this year, he has six walks. That's insane. That is six ridiculous. <laughs> walks. I mean, that is... He's soft. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> We love you, Clayton. I would not so I'm put it past you to say no, something no, 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 ridiculous. No, no, no. Like We're gonna, that. I'm gonna update that every week. So because it's Vin Scully's last season, oh, yeah, that's even Tear. hard to say. Mm -hmm. Vic is going to do a little segment each week. Hit us with it, Vic. Before the start of almost every Dodger game at Dodger Stadium, uh, and and only Dodger Stadium, there is something that happens 
that you can't catch unless you know what's going to happen, right? So there's a tradition of sorts that takes place where all four umpires will turn towards a press box right before the game's about to start and either wave or tip their cap. And who they're turning to is Finn Scully in the press box. Right? Wow. Yeah, and it, it like I said, it only happens. They don't do it to any other announcer in the league. It's only to Vin Scully. To me, that's that says that's something huge. about oh, this yeah. man. I mean, in, in the entire Major League Baseball, he's the only one that they do that to. That's absolutely amazing. You know, he has been tagged with the name the Voice of Baseball, and I guess it, it, he transcends even just Dodgers. He's, yeah, he's, he's great he's in romantic Major comedies league. as well. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> You're not helping. <laughs> You're not helping. What a heartfelt moment we all just had. <laughs> it is cool because obviously we know how great he is. It's cool to know that everyone else yeah. knows how great he is. Yes, exactly. Not just people from Los totally Angeles. Totally transcends, yeah. Good stuff. Mr. Besa, how yes. about our angels? Our angels. Pulled off a win today? Yes, we did pull off a win today. But you know what? It's June. And uh, for June, what are we going to do? We're going to do what we do every year for the Angels. <laughs> we're going to play that game called Catch Up. Mm, yeah. And yeah, yeah, that's what we we're, we're fourth in our division. We're eight games behind Texas. And Texas, for some reason, doesn't know how to lose anymore. Um, <laughs> you know, Trout is always hot in, uh, in the month of June. But uh, unfortunately, we don't have a bullpen anymore. Tropiano, who uh, was supposed to start yesterday was scratched from that lineup. He He's going onto our DL list. So we have nobody to pitch our games. We and they're sh- talking about Joe Smith also maybe <sighs> going to the DL with a really? I didn't hear about hamstring. That one. hamstring? Yeah. yeah. But, you know, you got to kind of put the props up for uh, Socia and the rest of the uh, coaches out there. They've made some decisions, uh, such as uh, Sh- uh, Shoemaker, sending him back to AAA. But once uh, Shoemaker got back from AAA, what does those, uh, Shoemaker do? He pitches great. He's been pitching seven innings, eight innings, He's cut his, what, 9.4 ERA yes. almost in half. All right. See, boys, we're excited about that. Yay. <laughs> he said almost in half. Almost <laughs> in half. <laughs> he's been doing well. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, uh, Lincecum will be uh, coming uh, shortly. I think he's uh, pitching he's on- He's in uh, AAA right now, isn't he? He's in AAA yeah. right okay. now. Although, he, he did pitch uh, earlier in the week. He didn't do so well, guys. Uh, he, uh, it's been so long. Oh yeah, yeah. it's good. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think he's going to have with his body style just being so small, you know. And you know, he did win those Cy Youngs mm-hmm. two consecutive years, but just the torque that he puts on his body it was kind of like Pedro Martinez did for all those years. You know, when you're a small guy and you're throwing that ball with with high heat, you're you're grab you're grabbing that torque from somewhere. You right. know, when you're a big right. guy like Kershaw, you can just rear back and throw it 95, and it's a comfortable stroke. But when you're young or, yeah. or when you're small like that. It's not as easy. So I think he's done some damage to his body over the years. And now here he is, what, seven, eight years, nine mm-hmm. years in the league. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to have a hard time pitching more than five innings a game if he's going to use that fastball the way he used to gotcha. effectively. Yeah. Now, if he wants to become more of a – who's your pitcher that pitches 85 Evolve. miles an hour? Uh, <laughs> What's his name? Wait, which Weaver. one, Jared? Which Weaver. one? If which he wants one? to Weaver. pitch like Weaver and he wants to hit the corners and be a different pitcher, then maybe you know we're going to talk about something else. But Lincecum, when I remember him for the Giants – he had a great slider. He had a good fastball, and that's what he relied on. So if he's going to do that, you're going to be hard-pressed to get more than five innings out of him. Mm-hmm. You know, funny thing, you say five innings. Uh, during his first game, he did five innings. Mm-hmm. He got three runs, three hits, three walks, five strikeouts, and he had a balk. But you know what? That's that's a – well, I, What is what's a quality start? Is it seven innings with three runs or less? Yeah. So he he'll, give you, he'll give you – 
three quarters of a quality start every time he goes out. Which might be more than what they have right now. Yeah. So. yeah. 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 <laughs> on, on a good note, though, is that uh, it's it's nice to see that the Angels are playing with emotion. Something I did not see early on in the season. Uh, for example, uh, Johnny Giovatello, who my wife just loves this guy. He, uh, Uh-oh. Hey, now. Hey, now. Hey, now. Is she on her list? She probably loved him less before Darren was like, I would go to see a Rams game. (laughs) (laughs) She likes the old school uniform, and Johnny G does that whole high sock thing. uh, Gotcha. But it's nice to see Johnny Giovatella when he'll get on second base, and he's throwing up these signs and looking at the on-deck circle and hyping up the next uh, batter. Same thing with Mike Trout. Mike Trout uh, beating the um, throw to first base. Him getting safe. What is he doing? Shouting to Pujols. To get him home. Something that yep. you haven't seen in the beginning of the season, you're starting to see it now. And hopefully now is a great time for them to go ahead and kind of pick up that momentum. I think we have a great dugout. And, and even in today's game, Pujols got on, uh, what's his name? The pitcher from Pittsburgh, Garrett Cole, mm-hmm. for staring down Cole Calhoun yeah. at his at-bat or something. And, yeah. and Pujols went out there and had words with him. Like, stuff like that. I I like his veteran presence, and it seems like it's a good fit with, you know, these younger guys in this dugout. Yeah, yeah he's definitely him. a veteran. Yeah. Definitely a veteran. Uh, hashtag Pujols watch. There we go. Yeah, what's he, the point? He, he was numbers. in World War II. Well, actually, I got, I, got two, I got two interesting stats for it. So he's currently batting 238. 238. Which is, oh, he's only 12 points under oh, your... Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. But since mid-May, he's been 22 for 68, batting 324. Four home runs and sixteen RBIs. So what you don't realize is he's going to get hurt in like three weeks, and he's going to miss two months. <laughs> Bite your tongue. Well, That's team, okay though. If he, hurt, if he so. ends with two fifty, he won't. I'd still win. All right, let's do some galaxy update. Ben's favorite segment, Hammer. So since we last spoke, the Galaxy have actually played twice. Oh, so I got oh, double the ben. updates for you. Good thing you cracked <laughs> open a fresh beer there. <laughs> you got two games to sit through. So last Saturday, the Galaxy traveled to Montreal to play the Montreal Impact. They tied. The Impact has... Uh, <laughs> it's coming. It is coming. Wait, they Guess scored the wait. game tying goal in the 88th minute. <laughs> oh, you're going to love this update, Ben. <laughs> So uh, the Impact have some good players. They have Didier Drogba and Ignacio Piatti. So they're, they're their international players who do very well there. So we're, we're, they're actually missing a lot of key players. Montreal was. So the Galaxy was expected to steal some points here, even though they were missing some key starters, Robbie Keane and Giassi Zardes. So the game started well for the Galaxy. Montreal made a defensive error. Goalie dropped the ball where Dos Santos just had to tap it in wait, wait, an empty wait. net. The goalie just dropped the ball? <laughs> well, Darren is turning more into me every day. I love it. I'm just trying to envision this. Right so, we, need to, we need to separate you two. You, 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 just hang, you hang on for the yeah. full update. <laughs> there's something hate, There's a hateful spirit in it's, that couch. Yeah. So, the defender and the goalie had a miscommunication All where right. they ran into each other. The ball fell right into Giovanni's lap where he just tapped it in. Montreal came back. They equalized with a very nice counterattacking goal. They went on to the second half and scored another very well-crafted goal. So there are actually up 2-1 against the Galaxy where we left it up to Mr. Magic Mike himself, Mike oh. McGee. <laughs> oh. So he has that nickname on uh, on Twitter because mm-hmm. he seems to have the lucky touch. So he had a very nice touch on the ball, scored, a, scored the game-tying goal until the 90th minute Ooh. plus. Oh, come on. I was off by two minutes. <laughs> I was off by two minutes. <laughs> so Montreal gets a free kick. 
the ball is kicked directly at the Galaxy's goalkeeper, Brian mm-hmm. Rowe, and it slips through his fingers. Oh. And oh. that is the end of the game. The Galaxy lose 3-2. Oh. So, they lost? They lost. So their win streak, their, 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 win, their, their lost streak, or what do you call it? <laughs> their unbeaten streak. <laughs> their unbeaten streak is, is over. A winless streak, yeah. All right. So, you know. <laughs> wow. So that was a heartbreaker because Brian Rowe, who's, who started the season as the backup and has now earned the starting spot, that was that's a that he the game falls on his his literally his hands. Yeah, it, it felt slip through his fingers. So it's his fault that we lost the game. So that was a little bit of a rough a rough loss. Yeah, because that was a game where we really should have should have gotten something out of that to go through that entire game and not get anything. The right, Galaxy didn't right. deserve to lose. Now, that if game. that had happened in Europe. Would he be <laughs> under some protective <laughs> order? In or South America. In South America, you might, yeah. America, yeah. You might yeah. want to watch yourself yeah. right Maybe there. Maybe not yeah. in Europe. Yeah. They hang you from the goalposts. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. So after that heartbreaking loss in Montreal, the Gal- Galaxy had a chance to bounce back. They had a game in the middle of the week. They played on Thursday night versus Sporting Kansas City. And since they last played Kansas City, Kansas City really hasn't done much. So the Galaxy was expected to win at home against the Gal- against uh, Sporting Kansas City. I'm sorry, what is their name? Sporting Kansas City. But there has to be like an actual name. That's Alberto's it. Alberto's Tacos. Oh, you're going to love this. <laughs> it was actually throwback night. So they were wearing like the old, old jerseys. jerseys. And Kansas City used to be called The Wiz. Yeah. Oh, the Kansas City Oh, my Knights. God. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. True mm-hmm. story. True story. True story. What? Yeah. So like the Black Wizard of Oz? <laughs> Yeah, I don't think that's. Di- <laughs> yeah, they I didn't think that's that's, most people. Hey, yeah, Vic and I, did you see that yeah, right there? They didn't yeah, directly yeah. steal from them, but uh, yeah, same name, exactly. <laughs> what spelled the same. Yeah, and spelled everything. the same yeah. way. So the Wiz. So Sporting Kansas City is an upgrade. <laughs> that is an upgrade. <laughs> who, are they, wow. who are they sponsored by? Uh, who are they sponsored? Ivy Ivy Funds. I don't know. I, Can, I don't know what they do. Is there not a single cool sponsor? <laughs> no, there really isn't. Please. There really isn't. <laughs> wow. But anyway, so the Galaxy was expected to win. They were coming off a tough loss. This is the bounce back game. And they proceeded to take a shit in the middle of the field. <laughs> they just stunk up this game. <laughs> it was a disaster. So the game ended and Ben's favorite score, oh. a 0-0 tie. Oh. And I was actually more disappointed with this tie than I was with the loss. Because in the loss, they at least, they were pushing, they were trying to win, yeah. and they, they lost the game and literally slipped through their fingers. This, they did nothing. They had one shot. And oh. that shot wasn't even on target. It was blocked. So underwhelmed? Beyond underwhelmed. Underwhelmed. Oh, yeah, this is disappointing. Th- yeah, oh, this wow. was just bad. This was just flat out bad. And so I'm going to get, you know, Ben and I have been adversarial here, but he mentioned really? something. <laughs> he mentioned, noticed. He mentioned something a couple weeks ago when I was talking about the Galaxy. He said, oh, they're like the 2004 Lakers. And he couldn't be more spot on. Really? Because. <laughs> uh, don't, don't give him that credit. <laughs> because when right he there. just brought that up and not yeah, giving him yeah, the kudos. Yeah. So I just want to make this connection. The 2004 Lakers were when they had Shaq, Kobe, Carl Malone, Gary Payton. And the question wasn't. And if, Devin George. And Devin George was the fifth man there. <laughs> yeah, Good call. George. And so the question wasn't if they were going to win the finals. It was how many games are they going to win the finals in? Right. And the Galaxy is kind of like that. They're expected to win. They have all this mm-hmm. talent on the field. And they just need to be careful that they don't get punched in the face like Detroit punched them in the face yeah. when the Lakers, uh, the 2004 Lakers went into right. the finals. So they just, they don't have any fight. There's no urgency. They just, they're not, one, they took one shot. How do you play an entire 90 minutes and only take one shot? So the Galaxy need to start putting it together, or they're going to turn into the 2012 Lakers with the Ooh. Steve Nash, Dwight Howard 
You know, oh, nobody just, wants yeah, to go that's, there. That's the worst case scenario. That's the worst case scenario. So I just hope the loss and then just the absolute turd of a game that they played midweek. There's actually a two week break because of the Copa America. They're on a little international break. So maybe this will give them a chance to kind of regroup. This was a kind of a punch in the face, a slap in the face. And when they come back, they come back June 18th. That's their next game. They play Toronto. And then later that week, a few days later, they take on the first place Colorado Rapids. So if they can come back refreshed, make a statement against Toronto, if they beat the first place Rapids, then maybe they can kind of go on a streak here start the cohesiveness and then make a strong run and start playing well in the regular season because you can't just turn on the switch and kick it on in the playoffs. You need to be going in hot. Yeah. And so the Galaxy, underwhel- I wish I could be underwhelmed. They were, they were just <laughs> oh. this is This has been my favorite soccer <laughs> update ever. He said shit, because- turd, and 2004 <laughs> Lakers. I mean, uh, golden. And he gave you kudos yeah. for getting yes. some yeah. information yeah. Even correct. Exactly. Moving yeah. on. Well, Boom. Uh, well, speaking of having the world at your fingertips and then blowing it, Lamar Odom ended up back in rehab. Oh. 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 What a well, terrible Is he in rehab? Vic. Well, is he in rehab? No, I think that no. they're trying to get him to go. Yeah, That's yeah. why you kind of threw problem. me off there. The re- the reports are coming in saying that people, you know, his close friends are saying that he's back onto hard drugs. Oh, so he fell off the wagon. He, yeah. yeah, he fell off the wagon. He's again. spiraling down again, uh, down that you know, down, down that rabbit hole that uh, you know nobody wants to see him go down. But I, I wanted to bring this up because I have a. At what point do we start stop feeling sorry for him? Now I think now. now. Yeah. Is that oh, yeah. now? And that time has come now. Yeah. I don't know. He needs he so obviously needs help. You you can't help but feel for him. He, he's broken. There's something wrong. D- oh, there. totally. Listen, and, everyone, just, and everyone that, he doesn't have someone in his corner to set him set him right, which is sad. But at what point do we say, look, you know this. Yeah. You have the ability to get help that most people probably don't have. Yeah. When do we start saying Lamar, this is this is your life. You need to make a choice now. Which way are you going to go? You know, I mean, and we're not there. I, I don't I don't know what the answer is because we're not there. But I feel like it. Public opinion is going to start to sway the other way if this keeps on happening. Am I wrong? Am I? Are we grading on a curve because he was on the Kardashian show? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, funny a, that you bring that up. Is this a Kardashian update? <laughs> oh. We had well, to go there. I was going to say, you know, uh, Chloe is kind of always been in his corner from day one, from the day that they've met. Even when he went to the hospital, she, you know, kind of left James Harden and was there to nurse him back to health. Right. And, and when the family, he's a news story, she's there. You're right. And the family <laughs> When was, the cameras are, are by his oh, here bedside, we go. Here we go. she is there. You're right. Okay, Why don't you go root for pool holes? <laughs> oh, that never stops. <laughs> but, you know, at this point, she's now filed for divorce the second time, and she was on Twitter a couple weeks ago basically saying that you can't change somebody who doesn't want to change themselves. And so, you know, to the point of... When should we stop feeling sorry for him? Well, I think we should use Chloe as our barometer. You know, she, <laughs> oh. she, you know, she's got, she's got a big heart. Oh, so, you know, if she's willing to give up on him at this point, then I think we should be willing to give up. I want to save that clip forever. We should use Chloe as our barometer. <laughs> wow, what a great line! Wow, our sympathy oh, barometer, Benjamin. How did that turn to that? How did I, we get there? I, I don't. I don't know, but I don't think it gets any better than that. <laughs> You're welcome. That's our time. I'm leaving anyway, whether we're true, <laughs> yeah. wrapping yeah, it up seriously. or not. Quick. Oh. <laughs> oh. We have a new voicemail line, so you can call in to the Guys in Shorts voicemail. Nice. Are sure we leave us a this? Leave us a question, <laughs> yeah. comment. If it's good enough, we'll uh, play it on the show. 
So that number is 562-450-3356. Or you can just check any number of our Twitter or Facebooks, there and I'm go. sure it'll be posted everywhere. And that's Jeff's home phone number. So. Yes. yes. So, so if you're single, you're 28, you're <laughs> and have a little bit of an edge, that's who you want to talk to. <laughs> right up my alley. Perfect. Follow us on Twitter at Guys in Shorts LA. Check out the website, guysinshorts.com. You can find us on Facebook, all that good stuff. Be sure to write a review on iTunes if, if you're there. And and it's a little difficult to do, but but figure it out because it's worth it. <laughs> Throw us five stars. Five stars. Five stars. Give a, share give a us review. On, share us on Facebook. Share us on Twitter. Oh, yeah. yeah. Spread the word. All that good stuff. Big shout out to Stephanie Garcia for cooking some awesome banana oh, great bread yes. tonight. Oh, Thank you for bringing that. Wonderful. Yes. Good stuff. All right. For Victor Costello, Darren Besa, Ben Garcia, Eric, the Portuguese Hammer, Vieira, I'm Jeff Wilson, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye.